Hi, this is Ricky Stewart, and if you want to listen to a Raiders podcast, then you should listen to the official one, Behind the Limelight, not this rubbish with Flakey Blakey. Blake and the Pork. Blake and the Pork. Blake and the Pork. It's Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork. Hello and welcome to Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork. I'm the Pork. I'm Blake. And this is the third most popular Raider, Raiders podcast coming to you from the <laughs> filthiest storeroom, buried somewhere in the bowels of Civic, the location of which we will never reveal, will we, Blake? No, we're actually in the, the uh, annex. Yeah, I thought the uh, the filthiest storeroom was the filthiest storeroom, but no, no, there is a filthier, <laughs> filthier storeroom. There's always another level. I've been, ta- I've been taken level. into the next level, and the next level the is... The second location. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the second location, and Lord, let me reassure you people, you don't want to go to the second location. Um, but we are brought to you by uh, The Greenhouse, the number one fan forum on the internet. Get online and get engaging with people who love the Canberra Raiders as much as you do. And speaking of people who love the Canberra Raiders as much as you do, uh, come in and get your CDs, your LPs, your clothing, your band paraphernalia, posters, all sorts of fantastic things from the people at Landspeed Records because they bleed green and your money when spent here. Not that we are here, we're somewhere else. We'll never reveal that. Uh, We'll stay green. Isn't that right, Blake? It it is, it's true. And uh, the Blake and the Pork Beanies... Oh, should yes. be here any day now. So we've, we're going to set up... I'll do it in the next couple of days. I'll set up the pre-orders on the uh, on the internet and we'll, we'll post a link and you can grab yours now because they are very, very limited. We're only getting 25. Yeah, and, and you can then send us your photos, right, and having the correct spelling, as you see it, of Ask Clown to the front. Because they're reversible. They are reversible. Except and... the badge is actually on the, on the correctly spelt side and the Ask Clown is on the back. But if you want to wear it back to front, hey... It's what all the cool kids are doing, wearing our caps backwards. There you go. Look, hard weekend. The night's lost. It's been, look, it's been a very long, it's it's an old cliche. It's been trotted out there numerous times. A week is a long time in football. It and really my is. God, this time last week, mm. I was flying high. We were laughing. There was a spring in my step. Yeah, I was yeah. happy. I was sending you inspirational quotes and yeah. memes. And you know, the, the main reason actually for that wasn't the fact that we'd come off an incredible win against Parramatta. The reason I was so happy this time last week was because the news had come through that the West Tigers were seriously considering taking Curtis Scott off her hands. Yeah, well, that fell but, down, uh, didn't okay. it? <laughs> 24 hours later, match came out and said no. Absolutely and, not. And it was it was a sad, it was a sad day. And, and then things got even sadder um, when the game pretty much against the Knights was over in the first five minutes. The it first really five was. or ten minutes, you could see that, look, We'd gone to a new level on, against the game against Parramatta, and obviously yep. it was going to be hard to stay at that level, but, gee, the Knights came out and they blew us off the park. And, they did. And, they blew us off the park. I think and, that's right. As dismal as there were segments in that, I don't think the Knights have been given enough credit for actually playing well because it wasn't just the Raiders being appalling and Adam G coming up with some very interesting decisions at times or non-decisions at times. The Knights were actually very good. They played a very good brand well, of football. I actually struggled to see why the Knights... Um, aren't doing better generally in the competition over yep. the last couple of years because whenever they play us, oh my God, they look incredible. They look fantastic. They look like world beaters when they play us. We bring the best out of them. You know, there's there's no question. There's no that... doubting that we are their bunny. They yep. must be the team that they look forward to. They lick their lips. But they had a pretty simple game plan. Bashes up the middle. Yeah. And then go to the, their left side where they had Ponga and Bradman Best operating. And Tawala didn't do too badly either. But well, um... he... He had the hard work done for him. But look, there was a couple of times they got over onto their left-hand side because we just kept letting them offload. We kept missing first-up tackles in the middle. There was a couple of times, one of the last tries they scored out there on the left-hand side, just the one just before half-time. I saw it coming because we just kept missing a tackle. One, two, three, and then all of a sudden it spun out to Ponga. Oh, this is I've seen this before, and they scored again. And the match was over in that moment, I thought. The match was over as a contest. At that, that point, when they scored that try just at half-time... Um, you know, the Raiders had no desperation in their defence. It really was dismal and putrid. These are the two words I'm using. And they know it. You know, I'm not telling them anything they don't know. They know exactly what was going on with that. Look, but within all that 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 dismal putridness, um, Jordan Rapiner. Once again. Once again. Did you, see, did you see what he looked like by the end of the game? Oh, yeah, yeah. He looked like um, that character Sloth from uh, Goonies. Yeah, he did. He had he like one eye like... sort of bulging out and <laughs> he did. the thing strapped yeah. around his head. And... Yeah, yeah, he did. But, and he played with that sort of giant nature too. He was fantastic. Once more, he's... Um, when all else around us is dark, when all else is dull and horrible, uh, Jordan Rapiner, he... Um, 
once again. He he streaks up. He he's shoving my Still? preseason call. Yes. In my face and uh, making me look like the idiot that I am. <laughs> it's like he's got a point to prove. It's like he does. <laughs> and but you know, yeah, you... like in the old days, um, I think Ricky used to do it. Des Hazel used to do it. The um, the coaches would like get the the cut out of the page from the, the Telegraph or the Mirror or whatever it was where the team was getting bagged and they'd stick it up on the dressing room and they'd go, boys, have a look at this. Do you think he sort of printed out, he's, Ricky maybe printed out parts in the podcast and, and each week, Geordie raps. Yeah. Well, Daddy Stewart said he actually he had something written on his, yeah, yeah, yeah. his wrist he tape. Did, he did, he did. <laughs> STFU book was there. Um, yeah, nearly an incident had to be taken off before they went on because he might have got done. You know, I know it's all, you know, in, in good taste, you know, but um, yeah, and well-deserved. <laughs> But um, we don't want to find. We we don't want to find. But you know, it did it did uh, bring home once more. And you know, it's a bit early in the thing to come into our ass clown of the week. <laughs> but uh, possibly time to touch on that segment. Well, for me, ass clown. Going back to that match, um, there are two ass clowns I want to pull from the Knights Raiders match. Uh, Adam G. At what stage do you not send Ben Tyson Frizzell when he had his hand on? Elliot Whitehead pulling him back while he was trying to get in support. It was the most obvious sin-binning professional foul that I've seen this year, and it was just a penalty. You take Tyson Frizzell off at that point in the match and put it down to 12, the Raiders might have jagged a win in that match. Might have jagged maybe. a win. Mate, yeah, I, don't think no, was, I, don't, I don't think it's a done deal, but I may think have the victory it. was so comprehensive. A few people looked at that one, but I think the victory was so comprehensive. And in the end, um, you know, Ricky said in the press conference he wasn't really going to worry about any of that stuff because they just won't. They oh, no, won't and I agree with that, such, but come on. And, and such that was, was a sin meeting. Such and, was the, the level of defeat. Such was the, the, the strength of the victory by the Knights. They, in fact, were able to take um, Ponga off with like 10 or 15 minutes to go, which yeah. is almost like, you know, yeah. it's a, it, it was a, almost a sign of disrespect oh, I think it was to the total. Raiders. And then they scored again too. <laughs> well, and also we scored a couple of tries in there to make the score look much closer than it was. But it really wasn't. Um, and the other person I want to nominate for Ask Man of the Week is whoever on the Raiders called the captain's challenge on whether that ball was taken in the end goal or not. That was, there was no percentage in that whatsoever. No. And it was, it was complete ass clownery. But uh, Blake, You've uh, got something special for us this week in the Ask Clown uh, department. Well, I said last week, um, you know, that I was awarding you my Ask Clown of the Year. Yeah. And I've actually um, got in touch with a former Raiders legend, and uh, he'll take it from here. G'day, Pork! It's Finchy. How you going, mate? Um, Blake sent me a message. Um, he said you're a Raiders fan. I'm not sure a Raiders fan, but he thought he needed a Raiders legend. Think Stuart, think Daly, think Meninga. Let's go straight to the top. Think the Finch man. Um, and what, so I want to congratulate you as uh, you're actually Blake's Ask Clown for 2021. That's pretty good effort to uh, win our Ask Clown of the Year, considering we're only seven months into the year or just completed the seventh month. So great work, Paul. Ask Clown, it's a great achievement. Um, better than winning nothing. Uh, fancy thinking that Jordan Rapana was washed up. Should have been first grade, fuck me. Only an Ask Clown would think that. Um, anyway, brother, I hope you're all well. Hang in there with the lockdown. Um, stay out of trouble. Um, and once again, welcome to the Ask Clown Gang. I'm the king. Well, there's no arguing with that, really. I mean, I, should we even stop doing the Ask Clown of the Week now? Because in the cumulative votes, it's clear that I've just, I am the Ask Clown of the Year. Um, you could keep going. I'm honoured. keep going. I'm honoured. I'm honoured. Um, it, it takes something special to be the Ask Clown of the Year. And I like to think I've dug, I dug deep, you know. And, uh, you know, I've achieved. So thanks, Finchie. No, that, that means a lot. Um, and uh, hilarious, by the way. That's uh, The delivery is just out, absolutely outstanding and uh, far he's, in excess of what our show deserves. He's doing big things, Brett Finch. He check is. Out the, check out his podcast if you haven't. It's, it's good stuff. Anyway. But uh, coming from that match, there was, there was a couple of players who just... They've got to go for a long walk through the room of mirrors and have a look at them. Seb, Chris, come on, man. Four times they got around you on your outside. Four times. This and it wasn't Mark Gaznier doing it. This is the thing, though, with, with Seb Chris. I mean, he went off at halftime. He was injured. And apparently he's still he's still suffering the after effects of that uh, concussion this week, which is why he, he hasn't been named in the no, side. No, they said he copped a kick to the head. But yeah. uh, what they're not telling you is that, that was in the chain room. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember all those years ago when um, when uh, David Beckham, it was a game, Manchester United game. Oh, yeah, yeah and he came, kicked the pizza. No, what happened was um, Alex Ferguson kicked the boot. So 
Manchester United have had a shocking first half. They've gone into the sheds, and when they've come out for the second half, uh, David Beckham's actually got a Band-Aid on his eyebrow because in halftime, unintentionally, well, he meant Alex Ferguson has kicked a boot, a stray boot that's on the ground, and has whacked uh, David Beckham right in right in the um, in the forehead and has split his eyebrow. See, I don't think he intended to kick the boot directly at him, but he didn't intend to kick the boot. But anyway, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, so anyway, it, could, so, it could have been something similar. And but um, look, he's copped a lot of the heat for this one, and he does. And on on his left hand side, in the same thing was Sammy Williams, who I love, who is an awesome bloke and gives but his everyone. But that, he's not up to not up to first. Grade. The defense. Well, he was against Parramatta. At, against Parramatta, he was. We saw it. But in this match. But time and time, time and time again, um, you know, he's shown that his defence just isn't really what's required at that, that the NRL level. And and the problem is, you know, Newcastle Knights. Well, what's their game plan? Run at Sam Williams, and that's what they did. We'll go up the middle, you know, we'll make inroads, and then we'll go out to the left and we'll run at Sam Williams. We've got Ponga and Bradman. I thought Bradman Best was going to come up against Jared Croker. I was wrong about that. Clearly, he hasn't because they both play on the left. But um, yeah, just it just was a mismatch, and it, it was just too easy. And so Seb Chris looks bad, and you know a lot of I think he does seem has a habit of getting skinned, yeah, by faster centers getting around on his outside, yeah. And then CHN also, you know, missed tackles out there as well. He missed one, which led to a try against Ponga in the second half. He got our right hand well. side got torn apart. It's basically the thing. Look and. What I want to see, and I see the future of Seb Chris being in the back row rotation, because he offers a lot. He's got a lot of speed. He's got a lot of strength. But he's also got a lot of size. He can then go into the centres at a, at a touch. But what I want to see is his... Because he does carry the ball up with enthusiasm. I want to see him as that second row rotation. Because at the moment, unless something drastically changed, he's being exposed when people are going around the outside. And I don't want to see that. Yeah. Well, Tomoko came on, and he looked a lot better you know, straight away. And, and Tomoko's shown in his touches in first grade this year he did, he's got to be in the team I, I believe so too and he is this week And but the other player the other player and um, you know that we got to look at and it's devastating for all of us because we love him we absolutely adore this person he, he's Raiders to the core um, next year will be his 10th year in green in a row um, you know he's our, the reigning Dalian medalist is Jack Whiten but there were times I was wondering if he was still on the field my main thought of Jack in that game <clears throat> is that maybe he wasn't right to come back. Maybe he should have stayed out another week because it's the only explanation because he didn't run the ball. No. You know, and he, he did one little bit right at the end of the game and, and helped set up a try. But beyond that, he barely ran the ball, yeah. which makes you think that he maybe he's still sore from that yeah. injury. And, and, and that's that, I think that's a fair thing. And, and because... it, but he's not the sort of player, if he's not 100%, you can't carry him in the side because he's not Cooper Cronk that you can carry with a busted shoulder because he's going to be there for his leadership, his kicking, his direction. If Jack is not running the ball, you know, if he's just kicking and passing, well, we would have been better off just having Matt Frawley there. Because Matt Frawley's kicking, you know, short kicking would have got some repeat sets or something. But mm. but Jack, that was yeah, it's it's sad to see how far he's fallen. I mean, I said a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, would he be the first player to go from winning the Dalian Medal to not uh, getting a Dalian point? Well, apparently he did get a couple of points early in the season. I think maybe that game against Souths mm. where he almost single handedly got his brought his back in the game. Yeah, well, that's that's right. but that's what we need from him. That's what we need to see from him. That sort of effort, and yeah, yeah. it's it's frightening. I don't know whether we put him to back to fullback, we can run the ball more, or yeah. put him to lock. We've discussed, but at he, five eight, it's not working. It, it's not working for him at the moment, and, and it can't be good for him at all. It can't. No, be his good confidence for him must be down now. His confidence must be down. Yeah, look, um, he's got the yips. He does the twisties. He does, but and I think the best way for him to get around that is get his hands on the ball. And just run, just run the run damn it. ball. Don't pass it. Don't kick it. Run the damn ball. That's it. That's all you do. And just that's run the why ball. I think if he went to one or thirteen, he doesn't have to think as much. No, he doesn't. And and uh, thirteen might be a good place for him in the short term because it would also get him back in the centre for for tackling as well. Which he he's lost a bit of confidence in that as well. But you know there has been something that annoyed me. Um, and you might say it's ground my gears. You know what really grinds my gears? You know what grinds my gears? And I know I've already talked about it with the Adam G incident. But a few years ago, we played up at the Central Coast Stadium um, and we were up against, it was either the Knights or Souths, I can't remember, I think it was South Sydney. And Jared Croker got sin-binned for putting a hand on a player coming through in support and it cost us the match. It was against South Sydney now, I recall that, because later in the match, Sam Burgess did a head-high tackle and got put on report. Then missed four weeks for it. But on that Aiden was, Caesar. 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and But in that match, Jared Croker literally had a hand on a support player and it didn't really get involved and he was sin-bin and it absolutely cost the Raiders the match. Well, Elliot Whitehead was looming up in support if he could have got there for a player who had his arms free and if Elliot Whitehead gets the ball, there is a possibility he scores in that match, which at that stage we were 12 nil. We get back to 12-6 at that point and a man's off the... You know, like, that makes a difference. But if we don't and it's held back and a man goes off the field, well, there's every chance we can run in a couple of tries. And, yes, I do admit that we were blown off the park. I do admit we were the second-best side. But would we have been the second-best side if a player who did a professional foul was actually treated the way a player who does a professional foul is meant to be and escorted from the field? Because you know if it had been a Raider who had done it, they would have been given 10. Isn't that right, Blake? Seems to be the way, doesn't it? And it grinds my gears, Blake. It grinds my gears. Look, we uh, we we talked to you last week about how impressed we were with um, Fox Sports for their their mini doco, Ricky. We all loved it. We, we did. Are, the only criticism I heard from any Raiders fan was that it wasn't long enough. Yeah, it was and, missing stuff. And, and they wanted more. They wanted more. And and the good people at Fox Sports, well, they've listened, and we've got a sneak preview of the trailer to play for you right now. Coming soon to Fox League by popular demand, Ricky, part two. Isn't this going to be an absolute cracker? All the best bits that didn't make the cut for part one. The dummy spits. Mate, when you write crap articles about me the way you do, why should I talk to you? The blow ups. Well, we do think it's a spear tap, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't, be, you shouldn't be a journalist in rugby league. <clears throat> I mean, I'm not here for the parents. The texters. I walk into the change rooms there, I've got 47 texters. I never turned my phone on after the game, but I thought I just wanted to make sure I wasn't wrong in what I was thinking tonight. 47 texters. The blokes hurting. I've got a devastated bunch of boys in there who are busting their gut at the moment. All season they have. Even when we get beaten by 50, they've been putting in. And it hurts me to see them hurt. It really does. <clears throat> the walkouts. I can't tell you the truth. I can't tell you the, the, the way that game panned out because I'll get fined. So uh, I'm not going to answer any questions. I've done my job. Thanks. <clears throat> in the throat clearing. Bear with me with uh, my voice. <clears throat> but if I, uh, if I didn't come here... Yeah, people think I um, was hiding, but um, just excuse me for it. We've got it all. We'll be an absolute bull terror coming soon to Fox League. Don't miss it. Well, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I am absolutely gripped by this. Look, and I had a first-hand experience at some of those. Um, and in one of those, I may have given some of the worst media advice of all time before it actually occurred. Um, but, you know, it'll be interesting to see how um, Stick, you know, remembers that event and doesn't hopefully relay who just gave him some of the worst advice in regards to that. Um, but, yeah, no, I, ca- I can't wait. Um, it's great to hear Matt Nable getting more work as well. I was a bit worried um, that he was just playing for food at the moment. Um don't want to hear him as the uh, lead caller in commentary ever again, though. I actually didn't mind him. I didn't mind him. He didn't know who the players were. He, he was running around in the back thinking I didn't know who he was. I thought he was a vagrant. I said, hello, who are you? And he told me, and I said, what do you do? And he said, he's a, and I'm like, oh, right, right, yeah, okay. But he knew all about you? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. He knew it was the pork. Yeah. He knew who he was talking to. He, he was a little bit, you know, embarrassed. Or like, you know, like, of course he was. They all are. They all up there. Look, I have the the honour of having um, uh, Gordon Tallis throw me out of the uh, Fox commentary booth and slam the door. <laughs> Gordon Tallis once actually came in at Landspeed. Did he? So, yeah, so many years ago... Steve Roach uh, told me to sit the hell down because he couldn't see the TV. Uh, what else? Well, and he just used that... He didn't use any colourful language in the middle of that. Well, none that he I can say, report get, on he, this family-friendly <laughs> podcast. Because you know when he got sacked for TGB, get me a coffee, you... Oh, there, anyway. was, there, was, there was many reasons. One of the great things about Fox is uh, their actual culture amongst the staff. Um, 
in in the media when the doors close and you're around the precious stars they can act any way they want and they often do most of us who worked at channel nine were amazed when the revelations came out about don burke a few years ago it's like what yeah, it was you, common knowledge. What do you mean, revelations? Yeah, it was like knowledge. it was absolute common knowledge. I had a guy at GTV Nine down. But that's in, the um, problem with all those things: is the culture of covering that stuff up. You know what I mean? And oh, that's right. To, yeah. I had a guy down at GTV Nine uh, pop out when I was uh, in Melbourne one time with Laurie Oakes, and I, I found in the back lot the old Sale of the Century stuff. I had uh, this guy pop out and give me a ten-minute diatribe on how much he hated Tony Barber, and then a guy just walking past joined in. That was one hated dude. But the thing is, you know, when the doors close at Fox, yeah, they can act any way they want. And they're all good. Yeah. And since Steve Roach has come, because when he was at GB and he was around, I, he, well, wasn't, he, wasn't, of that. he wasn't pleasant to be around. Since he's been at Fox, he's been great. Oh, good. And that's, that's why you can't cancel people forever, because they need to learn from their mistakes and hopefully, you know, improve he their He certainly has, improve their and behavior. I've seen nothing but excellent behaviour. While we're still going on this tangent, one last bit I'll say. My partner used to work for a TV network, and there was some concerns about a bullying culture at that TV network, as there is in probably all TV networks. And well, uh, if there so, isn't a bullying network, they're obviously not doing their job yeah, properly. Well, so they all had to attend a, this bullying um, training session, yep. except for the on-air people who were exempt from attending the bullying bullying uh, training session. Now, who do you think was doing all the bullying? It was the on-air person. Yeah, of course it was. Because I, I inherited that on-air person down where I worked. Of course it was. Who came down the corridor. Not that we can talk about those names at this stage, because it's all allegations at this stage. Look, um, but, you know, a lot of us were very upset about um, about the result last weekend and uh, haven't taken very taken very well. But um, we got a message. It might have been an accidental message um, from the shark. Oh, all right. Sitting on the toilet. Might as well check out the team's list for this week. Yeah, okay. Oh, Jordy Rapp starting at fullback again. That's good. He's been playing really well there. Ooh, this is spicy. Matt Tomoko starting instead of Sebastian Chris. Sorry about you, Seabass. Work on that defense, homeboy. Uh, huh. This can't be right. What? It says that Jack White is starting at 5'8". Starting? Hmm. I mean, that's weird because he's been god-awful all season. That's weird. And we we've only just get worse when he's on the field. We're like Jack Ass. Got him. We're like Jack Kevorkian. Here to inject this season with whatever killed Michael Jackson. Jack of all trades, master of one, tanking every chance we have of winning a game when he is playing. Yet Ricky Stewart wants to start him every week, even though he couldn't get a game for Goldwyn Workers. Oh, am I recording this? Oh boy. Jack, clean up your act. And uh, please, please, give me a reason not to tank you next week in this uh, in shark attack. I gotta go. I'm gonna flush this toilet for. Oh, look at that down there. It's uh, the Green Machine podcast. Go, you green things. Strong words there from the shark. Strong words. Yeah, you know, I keep on trying to build bridges and he's just out there tearing them down. He really is tearing them down. Um, and and uh, Mike, um, Salzy, out there, you know, like, I, I don't know what water's gone on the bridge between you and the shark. Um, but we find it highly amusing here at Blake and the Port, don't we? Oh, maybe no Blake doesn't. I find no it highly comment. amusing. I find it highly amusing. So, so this weekend we come up against the Dragons. I mean, we said last week was the must-win game. Yeah, uh, it was. It was the season was gone. I think it pretty much is gone. I'm prepared to say we're gone now. I think the Knights—they're the team now. Everyone's looking over their shoulder at who could going to be going into the finals with a bit of momentum. Uh, we have to beat the Dragons. We should beat the Dragons, but I'm not confident. Yeah, I'm not confident. At look, all. we lost the last one in that hail and gale, which we absolutely should have won, um, 22-20, um, with Benny Hunt and the uh, the forty twenties. They scored in you know like we were up in that match um, at one stage by 12, 16 points to eight. Yeah, and then we ended up losing the match. That one hurt. Twenty two points to twenty. They scored three tries. In the last 30, at, 30 at, minutes. At that point of the season, that was arguably the lowest point of the season. But then we just kept on going lower and lower. And, and, and I don't think we'll go lower than losing to the Titans 44-4 or 6 or whatever it was at no, home. That, that should be the lowest point. <laughs> I can't imagine it'll be lower. Um, they've got no Ben Hunt. He's apparently broken a leg, um, an uh, uh, oh. arm. But, More um, painful than a broken leg, he said, though. 
Yeah, right. But um, and he would know. Um, but you know they've got a good squad. I don't uh, understand the Ben Hunt hate. I don't no, know. neither do I. Always no. quite liked him. He dropped that ball for the Broncos, yeah. and that happens. That just happens. No, everyone has a boner. He just happened to have that one in you know in a really big match. No one hates that moment more than him. It's like you go back and look, get Greg Norman to look at the '96 Masters. Do you think he's going to enjoy it? Do you think he meant to do it? And you the know. other thing is, you can't hate the guy for getting $1.2 million out of Peter Doust. I mean, if he's dumb enough to offer him that money... Great. Yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't say no. You wouldn't say, oh, actually, no. no. Knock a couple hundred thousand off, you know, because yeah, no, I'm not no, worth that no, much. Let's, let's not take the piss here. Let's put a performance <laughs> element into this, shall we? Um, look, they, they've got on the front uh, the front row uh, Josh Maguire, uh, Andrew McCulloch, and uh, Blake Laurie. That's a good front row right there. Then uh, Tarek Sims and young Billy Burns. Billy Burns, ex of Penrith. He's played 32 games, 191 centimetres, six foot three, 104 kg. Seen only a little bit of him, but apparently he's, he's been going pretty well. Then at the back, we've got um, uh, the guy whose name I don't really want to mention, but uh, somehow stayed out of jail. Um, then in the halves, they've got Adam Clune replacing Hunt. And then they've got Corey Norman back at six after he was in the centres last yeah. week. But back in the centres, they've got Zach Lomax returning. After a long layoff, Cody Ramsey's stayed off the wing and is in the centres. Run it, Ramsey. Yeah, and but then Run you got it, Matt Fiegel. He's only got six six games. He's actually centre um, out on one wing, and on the other wing they got uh, Ravalawa, who um, former Raider, former Raider, likes the shoulder charge. And in the back they put Jackson Bird. Jackson. Jack Bird. Yeah. Jack yeah. Bird. Yeah. They, they put him at the back. Now you may remember last time he ate Jack Whiten for dinner over there, playing in the second row. Now he's gone back. At fullback. Now, that's about as versatile as I remember young Toots Croker being. You know, when Jason Croker was running around, he was the sort of player that one week he could be in the second row and the next week he'd be at 5'8 or fullback. He's, so he's been, yeah, he's been fullback, centres, 5'8, second row. Yeah, and he'll, he'll, no doubt he'll get to the front row before that time is and probably have a, have a Guernsey <laughs> in the number seven. He, I was about to say, he'll probably come up against Elliot Whitehead in the front row about two years' time. Yeah, in about two years' yeah. time. And, and when it does happen, you'll apologise to him. <laughs> it'll, but, be, but, it'll be a clash of the titans. It'll, 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 it'll be like the new... It'll be like the but new. Jason Croker, did he not play every single position? Did he not wear every jumper, one to one through to 13? I think he did. Oh, he went close. He might have worn every jumper, but he played in the front he was, row. No, he he played, was, I, he was not, never front row. I'm never, yeah, he was. He absolutely played front row. He was never hooker. I'm, I'm not sure he was hooker. That's the one I'm not sure he played. I don't think he played hooker, but I know he played second row, lock. I saw him with a seven on his back against Newcastle. I definitely saw him with a six. Saw him play centre, saw him play wing, saw him play fullback. So, yeah, that, that's quite amazing. But Jack Bird's there. Then they've got Amone, um, who's their number 14 junior, Amone. Uh, he's a 5'8". He's got 12 games under his bench uh, belt. Then he's got Jackson Ford. Uh, he's a second rower, 31 games for him. Then you've got um, the other Hunt that's uh, number 16. Not too much to know about him. And then, of course, we've got Cade Ellis. Um, comes from the South Dubbo Raiders, of course. The well-credentialed South, South Dubbo Ra- Raiders. Um, and then our they so- must have some players that have been have been stood down as part of the barbecue for this game. Uh, possibly there's still some through there yeah, because but I don't know who, I don't we'll know, get to the extended bench yeah. in a second. Then we're coming up with Joe Tarpanay, Hodgson and Papali'i on the front row, Whitehead and Hudson Young into the second row with Big Rhino Sutton um, into the 13 jersey. Then in the halves, we've got Sam Williams partnering Jack Whiten. Then in the, in the centres, Tomoko with Croker. The wings, Valamay outside Croker and Harley Smith-Shields outside Tomoko. And I think we're going to see a bit of action there. Uh, Rapana at the back. Then on the bench, we've got Starling, Hadawita Nida, who's been dropped out of the starting side. Then Gula. And then Elijah Anderson, uh, destined to make his uh, debut. Almost made his debut. And then didn't, um, pending a uh, HIA, because he was 18th man that day. Then we get to the stage, uh, the... Hang on, I just want to reflect a little bit on the, the team changes and okay. games. Elijah Anderson, great to see him make his debut. Um, no disrespect to the guy, but an odd choice having a winger um, on the bench. I know Ricky, in recent times, has been liking to carry an outside back, um, you know, in case there's, a, there's an injury in HIA, but... It only leaves us really with two middle forwards to rotate through the game because Tom Starling will come on and he won't come off. And that's basically just Harawira Nida and Emre Gula rotating, presumably with Papali and uh, Tarpani. Papali. Papalihi. Um, the change there, obviously, 
in hindsight, having Josh Papalihi on starting on the bench against the Knights was a mistake. Yeah, we got blown away early, and, and we, by the time we, he got on, it was too yeah, much. Yeah, it's, to, it's too yeah. late. It's too late. So obviously, he's decided. You know, in the past, we've either had Papalihi or Tarpany um, starting on the bench and, and and rotating. Obviously, he's decided this game we've got to have a big start straight from the middle and get some ascendancy and you know get that momentum because once you lose it. It's so it's hard lost. to get back. Yeah. Um, Corey Hara win a nighter. I know he had some misses. I know he got dragged, but prior to last week, he's just been, been yeah, our best yeah, game yeah. player for the last six weeks. Yeah, yeah. So that Apart seems like Jordan a pretty Raps. seems a pretty harsh one to um, drop him to the bench after that. Ryan Sutton, great to have back. Fantastic. Um, yeah, Matt Tomoko in there. Look, I'm very excited about Tomoko and Smith Shields um, playing together on that side, and I'm the the speed and enthusiasm they bring from that side. I'm looking, you know, they're going to be matching up on the other side um, against, I believe, Fiegel and Ramsey. I think we're going to see a lot of action down that side. I'm hoping we're going to see a lot Sam of action Williams, down that side. Sam Williams, lucky to retain his spot. I mean, it was the, the debacle of the right side of defence. We've seen two other people, you know, pay the price, but Sam would you Would you put Frawley in? Well, I would like to. I don't know, again, we've discussed this in the past, whether he can only play on the left because he's left foot. I don't know yeah, whether he maybe. can play on the right. I, I, don't look, I just thought... Either. Sam Williams' effort against the Eels was fantastic in defence and attack. I thought he was very good in that match. And yes, he had a rotten match, but everyone on that side had a rotten match. Everyone had a rotten match on that side. You know, it wasn't like in the other matches where he was directly the person people were running over. He wasn't directly the one, like, it was on that side. Um, yeah, and, but the lack of his lack of ability in defence makes puts his back row and centre in two minds, and then they don't know whether to come in or stay out and... You know, it's it's yeah, it's like when the it's like when the the winger goes across unmarked. It's usually because there's mistakes further in. You know, yeah, like... and look, one of the things that definitely plays into Sammy being in the side isn't just that you know he's there and he keeps turning up and and whatever. It's because when you have any interaction with this man, um, he's just better than you are. He's just an excellent person. He's an excellent person. And yeah, but that's, I'm not, certain, that's not... I know, I know, I know. You can say that from your position there, but when you've had interaction with this man, you look at that, you look at him in a different way because you have him such high esteem. Yes, I know, that shouldn't make those difference, but it really does because... I'd it, have Curtis Scott in the team if he's actually a good player. Really? Yeah. Yeah, right now, no, I wouldn't have him back. I, I, I just don't think... I think that the, the very concept of a no-dickheads policy, um, you know, and I, I, I was of your view at the beginning of the season and you were of my view at the beginning of the season that you didn't really want him there, you know, when he was first coming through and he should have been dumped. Um, I was like, well, if he can actually do the job, then I want him there. Right now, it's like, I don't want that being an example of what the club is. No. I like... We shouldn't have signed him in the first place. No. I like, as much as um, I miss George Williams and as much as I'd love a Curtis Scott on the side now performing, I like the way the club went about it. I like the fact the club said, we're not going to be treated like this, you know? We're not going to put up with that behaviour. We're not going to be treated like this and did it. You know, would I like to have George Williams running in the seven for the rest of this season? Absolutely, I would do. I think it would have made a bit of a difference some of the matches. I would. But do you know what? Don Furner stood that up there and said to pretty much everybody else who was, you know, thinking about treating us like their bitch, we're not going to be your bitch. And if you want to act like that, there's the freaking door. Yeah. And that's Totally. Great. Totally. And that's good. Don't freaking make fun of me. <laughs> Don't freak. At least I got some character, Mr. Cool. Um, anyway, so now's the section of, uh, of, the, uh, of the game that, uh, where we look at the extended bench. Who's on the extended bench? Sia Soliola, Dynamis Louie, Frawley and Havili. That's a hell of an extended bench right there. You know, Havili's... This, and this is this is the thing where, like, the Elijah Anderson thing. I mean, Sia Soliola, I didn't think he had a particularly bad game against the Knights. Why he got dropped from the side, I'm not sure. I mean, you know, maybe he's only good for a cameo role to come on for 10 or 15 minutes. But those 10 or 15 minutes, he'll put a couple of really good shots on. Yeah, I didn't think he was that. I, I Look, I don't think it was his, I think having his greatest a, having, match of all time, but you can never doubt the man's effort. Yeah, a Dynamis or... or or Sia would add a lot more having them on the bench, I thought. Yeah, but I think you're right about that cover in the backs. Um, then you look at um, the extended bench for the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Matt Dufty, out of favour, but he's in the 18th jersey. He could come in. Uh, Farmer Suali. Um, you always say people could come in 
from the extended match. When was the last time someone actually did? They do. They do. They come in. Uh, Farmer uh, um, he's found himself off the bench after last week being in the side. Um, you've got Daniel Alvaro, ex-Eels uh, player, and you've got... Um, Ex-Warriors. Yeah, you got young Jaden Sullivan there. Look, that's those are pretty evenly matched benches, but I'm giving oh, it, give to it to the Raiders. Raiders. I give it to the Raiders for sure. I give it's, it to the Raiders. That's the strongest extended bench we've uh, we've fielded for a long time. But you know, don't ask us. We've of course got the Brains Trust um, that's come to join over with Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork, and uh, now it's time to rip it in with Arnie J. Jack Bird at fullback intrigues me. In his 100 games, he has played only three at fullback, and that was for the Sharks back in 2017. He has mostly been at centre, but also more recently in the second row, presumably as he is getting slow. Ramsey's listed at centre so they could switch, but he did play at centre last week with Tyrell Sloan at fullback. If Bird is at fullback, we need to find the grass with our kicks and run him ragged. He is too heavy and not fit enough for fullback under these new rules. Adam Clune has been in and out of the side and mostly out this year, so we need to direct a lot of traffic his way. Andrew McCulloch offers little creativity, so it is likely to be a simple barge and bash game plan this week from the Dragons. The bad news is that we were really poor in our KPIs that point towards a win last week. We have to be realistic as we can't put in a performance that beat the Eels week in and week out. But we can't have such a huge gap between our very good and poor games. The computer brain doesn't like our chances this week, but I'm hoping some player changes can make the difference and we are back in the winner's circle again. Look, you know, you can't fault him. I mean, you know, he goes he goes off the long run, Arnie Jay. He's a passionate He's man. got spreadsheets. He's he got does. logic. He's got reason. He's got all the things we don't have. Yeah, that's right. He's actually thought about the game, um, which is just fantastic. But, you know, on you. You know, and if we follow his game plan, you know, we might win. I think you got to start sending some of his, his thoughts and his plans to Ricky because, I mean, he might be across all those things, but he may not. Right, you could yeah. te- You could text them to Ricky. Yeah. He's, he's, I, I could. I could do that. It, Ricky still getting your texts? He's unblocked you? Yeah, no. No, it's all going well. It's going good. <laughs> Until he hears this week? Yeah. Um, no, I haven't left Ricky's camp. Never. Not once. Not for a second. Um, but, of course, you know, it's been a hard time at the Raiders over the last couple of days. Um, but, you know, Lord Funkington has, has, has found some uh, some bright, bright points in that, and he's decided to run it straight! Howdy Raiders fans and all you other scrubbers, it's Lord Funkington here. Um, look, um, I've got to be honest, I'm trying to be quiet because Mrs. Funkington is on a Zoom call, a very important Zoom call for work down the other end of the house. So I just need to watch what I'm saying. Look, I'm sad. I'm sad after that defeat to the Knights. I'm sad at the effort. I'm sad at how meekly the team has turned up its toes when it just had a little sniff of something to do. So, you know what, it's not worth trying to rouse on people. It's not worth trying to yell and scream, or maybe sing a lovely cover song of a song that uh, touches everyone's hearts. I'm not going to do that this time. I'm going to choose violence. I'm going to encourage violence. I want to see Matt Tomoko. Can you just crush someone this week? You run it hard. You run it straight when you get the ball. Eventually someone will pass it to you at some stage during the game. Get stuck in. Crush the bastard in front of you. You are the blunt object. You are the light on the horizon. You are everything that we are going to hang our hopes on for the rest of the year because everything else has turned to pudding. Sorry, I'm not allowed to swear anymore, Blake said. Matt, hit hard, hit early, hit often. For God's sake, rip in. And, you know, Matt Tomoko is... You know, when he came on last week, all of a sudden there was this energy and this effort and this enthusiasm. And if he can keep doing that, we can win matches. And his thighs are just incredible. But just the way he drives in, he's just this smiley, nice guy off the field. And then all of a sudden he comes on the field and he's like this full-on whirling dervish. Well, more of that from him and Harley. And they're going to cause, yeah, okay, they're a bit short. You can you can expect a few high balls to go out towards them. When they get the ball in their hand, you better know how to tackle. He's like a slightly taller Matt Utai. Yeah. And everyone loved Matt Utai. <laughs> how good was he? He was fantastic. And I think Matt Tomoko is going to be better than he ever, ever, ever was. And uh, so, just in line with that, it's time for Ostradamus. I'm predicting Matt Tomoko is going to go off this weekend. It's going to be a hat trick of tries for Matt Tomoko, and we're going to absolutely thump the Dragons. 
Really? Thump them. Patrick What's tries. It? Matt Tomoko. Or at least on his side, him and Harley sharing a few. Um, yeah, actually thumping. They won't know what to do with him. They won't know what to do with him. He's going to go off. But then we've got to look at, who's going to lift? Who? We, are we just going to change it to Jack's going to lift? Jack's going to lift. Jack's going to lift. Jack. Because you got to lift, Jack. This is it, mate. you got to lift. You're getting paid that sort of money. You, you, you're the main man. You know, what, what, after that game, if I was Ricky, I would have called him into the hotel room. Would have sat him down for a one-on-one video review session. Mm. Watch this game against the Knights. Mm. Watch Kalen Ponga. Watch how he's come into that game, taken by the scruff of the neck, dragged his team across the line. He was in everything. Mm. Well, that's what we need from Jack. Yeah. He's a, he's our marquee. He's our main man. Yeah. He's got to be that player. Yeah. He can't just drift out of games and go missing. And he has to be our berserker. He has to be the guy that everyone's standing back and they're they're trying to make plays to stop him. You know, not making their own plans. They're actually trying to figure out, you know, how on earth are we going to stop this guy? And you know what he does better than, you know, pretty much anyone with a number six on their back in the NRL? Run the ball. Yep. You run the ball hard at people. He scores. You know why he scores? Because he's big, he's fast, and he's strong. And, you know, even if they do manage to get hands on him, he usually gets his hands free and people trailing through can score. We need that. That's what we need. I don't want you to kick the ball. I don't want you to pass the ball unless it's an offload for a try. What I want from you, Jack, just I don't want ball. you to pass the ball unless it's to um, Semi when he's open as opposed to the hospital pass to poor old Toots. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, you know, poor old Toots tried so he had, hard he, but, to hold that. But Jack had three options there. Go himself. He probably makes a break, might score. Cut out, cut out ball to Valimi. Probably a try, but he chose the worst option possible. And poor old Toots wore it. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't good to see. Uh, mind you, we also still have to go back at, um, at Jared Croker's goal kicking at the moment which is uh, unbelievable. Like, his goal kicking is so good at the moment. It's ridiculous. Um, like, he's getting it from everywhere. You know, it doesn't... You're getting to the point now, it doesn't matter where you're um, putting the, the ball, he's kicking the goal. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing he's got that. Well, it's turning it's turning four to six. And um, that that's a really good advantage that he's got going. The other person's got to lift is Sammy Williams. You know, Sammy, I love you. I actually, like think the absolute world of you but that tackling more than anything else has to has to come up it just has to listener of the week you've got one for us listener of the week we've had another um itunes review come through oh my goodness uh, and it's from ben 82m so i sent you this this um you did itunes review and you're like who's that i'm like I don't know. It's Ben eighty two M. Yeah, but I just where, like, where was it? That? I just assumed it was one of my family members. Where where was it? It's an iTunes review. Where do I find it? On the internet. It's like work doing this podcast with you. Sometimes is like doing something with my father. You have to explain. Oh, shut up! No, just no, get on with the freaking review. <laughs> my father and my father were actually they're actually in their eighties and they're more technologically sound than you are. <laughs> just read the damn review. Sometimes a podcast comes along uh, that lights up the dark places. One that shines a light on the good that otherwise may remain unseen. 2021 has been the season uh, that season of darkness that required the light. The podcast delivers humour to pull us out from the depths of despair, insight to shed the light on His Holiness Ricky's decisions, and mostly an unwavering support for Captain Croker. I think mostly's mostly's right. Yep. I have even bought into Pork Stradamus' belief that we're going on to an unbeaten run to the Premiership. I'm saying unbeaten. The 95 <laughs> dogs weren't unbeaten in their run home. That was just <laughs> anyway, a good run home. Because our unbeaten run to the Premiership came crashing sort down. Sort of ended. No, no. But, I said we're going on a run to the Premiership. Yeah. I didn't say unbeaten. My one criticism, minor as it is, is the gnawing feeling that an apostrophe is missing in Raiders <laughs> Review. You might be right. He well, could I'll, have be right. Check, I'll have to check my 10-year-old this, son. This, this is a rugby league podcast, yeah. though. Expecting grammar, you know. She's on the sideline yelling abuse at the ref. All in all, if you're a fan of the greatest professional rugby league club in all the lands, this is the podcast for you. Genuinely not sure what they can do to rise from number two to number one most popular Raiders podcast. I've got a plan for how we'll, how we'll um, hit, eventually hit number one. How? Just, just sticking with it, determination. You know, other podcasts, maybe they'll drop off. And if we just keep going... Oh, the Bradbury approach. <laughs> <laughs> we just, just stay on our skates. <laughs> 
The but only, hey, the look, only, look, it's as valid as any. The only, the only, dis- the only problem is we're actually much older than all the other people doing the Raiders podcast, so yep. time may not be on our side. No, no, but we are, we are, we are determined <laughs> yeah. to keep turning up. Um, but there are, in fact, reasons to be cheerful. Reasons to be cheerful, part three. One, two, three. There C- are, yeah. C and K is back in the bubble, and there's only one reason you're in the bubble, Blarko. There's only one reason you're in the bubble because you're going to play. Yeah. You're going to play. He told me he was going to be back with two rounds of the season to go. He's in the bubble. So that means he's got two weeks until he can play. And he was in there last week. So maybe it's even earlier than that. But wouldn't that be a wonderful problem? It'd be I mean, great to have him back. What do you do with him? Do you whack him in the centres? Do you put him on the wing? Do you just put him at fullback? No, put Geordie if, Raps well, back on the wing? If Raps goes back to the wing. I mean, no, this is the question. The if other, the other comes back, thing... does, does Jordan Rappin hold his place in the side? <laughs> <laughs> yes, well... I don't, think, I don't think we need to go there. Last um, clown of the year. The other one, the other one is, of course, those Bailey Simonson could be back any week now as well. Does mm. he go back to fullback? I'd say he probably would. I'd say we'd go to fullback and. Oh, and if CNK's and... back, you play him at fullback. No, 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 I mean before. If CNK, CNK is fullback number one. The interesting thing is next year when you got Xavier Savage and CNK vying for fullback. That's when there's a possibility of CNK going to the centres. Yeah, yeah, no, I see that. No, at the moment. If Bailey Simons comes back in the side, he goes onto the wing. I'm not taking Jordan Rappiner out of out of out of fullback right now. He's he's the best bloody player in the side. Why? The only reason I do that is for C and K was coming back. That's the Fair only enough. reason I do that. Fair enough. But the other reason to be cheerful is uh, Matt Tomoko. Um, that was ex- excellent. I enjoyed that. He gave me some hope with that effort. I really really liked it. I thought it was really good. That was another reason to be cheerful. Another reason to be cheerful is that we're going to beat the Dragons this weekend. And those poor old dragons are going to be crying the salty tears, which you will note the Parramatta fans are still crying after that win. They're still crying the salty tears. They got beaten by the Roosters, and they're still crying about the Raiders match. <coughs> yeah, this is Danny Stewart, the uh, half-brother of a uh, Canberra Raiders coach, Ray Stewart. In regards to my uh, intro there, if I sounded a little bit... Uh, Slurry speech there. It's uh, probably because I was. I've uh, I haven't taken the loss well. I've uh, hit the ball pretty hard since. <coughs> now the boys went out there and played like a uh, bunch of drunks. Uh, so I uh, thought I'd uh, replicate uh, the boys. <coughs> um, embarrassing performance. What does one say about it? Uh, but somehow we're. Uh, Still a chance uh, to Bradbury uh, uh, Wayne to the eight there because uh, there was an absolute uh, shower of shit around us. <coughs> I was a little bit uh, disappointed in Rick's presser there that he didn't acknowledge the uh, BATB uh, and a bit of bad luck going against us, so I'll uh, take it up on Rick's behalf. <coughs> that uh, no sin been there on uh, Tyson Frizzell uh, holding back. Uh, Joey Tappany, I think it was, was an absolute fucking joke. <coughs> no, also had a dodgy try thrown in there as well. Uh, the Knights, uh, the better team won on the day, but uh, blimey, there was some uh, shit house decisions, wasn't there? <coughs> oh, well, she's on again next week. I can't wait to uh, get pants by Dragons uh, halves combo of Jaden Sullivan and uh, Corey Norman and uh, go your green machine. Now we come to uh, Sponsor of the Week. And the whole point of this is we're talking about you, the Green Faithful, making sure you stay faithful to the people who sponsor our club because we need those sponsors. And just once more, Blake and the Pork received literally zero kickbacks from this. Haven't been requested. In fact, some people have asked us to stop. Tony Farouge, <laughs> your body works. We have received your letter to cease and desist promoting your products and we will adhere to that. Okay, so don't, don't, don't worry about that. But so far, the good people at Canberra Toyota have not told us to. Now, Canberra Toyota have been a sponsor of the Canberra Raiders for a very, very long time. And they're very worthwhile. I'm a, I'm a frequent cu- customer of Canberra Toyota. In fact, I cannot recommend anyone higher to service your car than Gary Burcott and his team at Canberra Toyota Philip. If you want to go and get the best damn servicing on your car by the best, most professional staff at fixed price servicing, go see Gary Burcott at Canberra Toyota Philip. Tell him Tim sent you. And that uh, you come in there for me, and he will look after you extra special. Fantastic sponsor of the Canberra Raiders, Canberra why, Toyota. Why are you on the ABC? Because clearly, um, sort of live read 
plugs. That's your forte. Well, it could be, except I'm on the ABC, <laughs> so we're not allowed to do that. But that this is this is not the thing. But remember, keep your keep your money green. Canberra milk. Don't buy the supermarket special. Buy the Canberra milk. Don't do the income tax yourself. Go to the income tax professionals. They're the people. You want you want a nice coffee? Dare iced coffee. Let's do that stuff. You want a forklift? Toyota forklift. Isn't that right? Keep yep. your money yep. green. Yep. Keep okay. your money green. If you want to buy LPs, Land Speed Records. So what have we got coming soon? Ah, oh, just a couple of easy games. A couple of easy games. They should the easy two points on each occasion. So we've got the Storm away next Storm, Thursday. Due for a loss. Oh, they are. <laughs> Absolutely due. They'll probably have it this weekend just to piss us off. Due for a loss, the Storm. And, you know, let's face it, they haven't been playing the best football. Because they want, to, they want to have a loss. Because you don't want to go into the finals winning all your games. No, no. You want no. to have that loss you have to have a couple of weeks out. So maybe Ricky can get on the phone to, um, to his good mate Craig. Yes. And do a deal. Because Craig, Craig has been last... so interested in those deals in the past. Look, um, you know, you know, one of the things is, you know, they're not playing the greatest football. They only scored 37 points last week, only won by 27 points. You know, that's down on their usual performance. The week before against, you know, North Queensland, they only won by four. So, that you know, that was the almost loss they had to have. You know, it's down from their 48 points they put on the Newcastle Knights. But, you know, the Newcastle Knights Mate, aren't well, good. One, one sort of bright point of this season is there's probably not that many teams... Aside from uh, Storm, and how many, how many did Storm... Oh, that was against Panthers, and they still got that 30-odd. Apart from those two teams, I don't know about the Roosters as well, most teams this year have conceded over 50 points, and we haven't. Yep. We're one of the few. Yeah, and our opportunity will come in the next two, where we've got <laughs> the Storm and then the Seagulls. Now, the good thing is, we play this Friday night at 6pm. The Storm do not play until Saturday night at 7.35, so we'll actually have an extra day turnaround, and they're playing the Manly Seagulls, so they might actually be in a match. Yeah. So that's good. So the, the extra day didn't help us against the um, Knights, did it? No, it really did not. Um, and then Manly, who we play the week after, play the Eels on the Saturday night when we played on the Thursday night, so we'll have two extra days turnaround, and they'll have played the Eels, who hate them with an absolute passion, yeah. so they're you know, there, there's a possibility we'll play some beaten up sides there. Then we have the Warriors on the Friday night, and then we come home. Uh, well, come home. I said last week against um, the Sydney Roosters. I said last week that the Warriors have, you know, given you up did. on the season. They wouldn't win another game. And, you were wrong. And the Tigers were absolutely woeful and managed to lose them. So yes, yes, I followed your advice, and then my multi went down the gurgler with it. So thank you very much. <laughs> but you have been listening to the third most popular Raiders. I podcast. also said the Dragons wouldn't win another game. So. Hopefully I was right about that one. Yeah, no. <laughs> I hope you're Well, right they got absolutely pumped last week. So. I think the side they've got looks pretty good. Anyway, you have been listening to the third most popular Raiders podcast on the internet, Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork. I'm the Pork. I'm Blake. And we'll talk to you again soon. Blake and the Pork. Blake and the Pork.